Welcome to the Money Talks for Beginners podcast. My name is Frankie Hill, a money nerd. Each week, you'll hear me talk about different ways to use money more effectively in your daily life to become a smarter finance person. Thanks for spending your time with me today. Now, let's talk about money. Welcome to the 12th episode of Money Talks for Beginners. Today, we are going to talk about how to use technical analysis in order to identify when to buy and sell stocks. As last episode, we talked about how to use fundamental analysis to find quality stocks. Today, we're going to talk about how to use technical analysis to identify when to buy and sell stocks. So this episode, we are going to cover all the technical analysis terminologies and tools that are most commonly used by technicians or technical analysts, short-term traders, and long-term investors. So after we understand what are all the terminologies and tools that are most commonly used, you should be on the same chart as everyone else. So whenever when people are talking about how they analyze their charts, you'll be on the same page as all of them and you'll know what they're talking about too. There are actually four main areas we are going to cover in terms of our technical analysis parts. First part, we're going to talk about the type of charts that are out there and the time horizon as each time horizon represents a different time frame that you're using in order to buy and sell different types of securities like stocks, forex, and commodities. Second, we're going to talk about moving averages, which is one of the most common technical uh, indicators or technical analysts that are out there. Third, we're going to talk about oscillators and other indicators that are commonly used by Uh, technicians and of course other types of uh, traders and investors and lastly we'll talk about what are resistance support and pivot points Um, so of course after we talk about all this stuff we're also going to use a one-year chart by use looking at a stock called tesla i'm pretty sure we all know uh, what our tesla is after we cover all the terminologies and tools in order for us to look at how to read Tesla, the one-year Tesla chart, so you have a better idea of what is, um, what, how to use all the tools and terminologies. So as I mentioned before, technical analysis is the study of chart reading where people attempt to, to determine when to buy and when to sell their securities, uh, like stocks, forex, and commodities, in order to make profits or to be- prevent loss by looking at past price and volume actions. A lot of these people, of course, uh, as I mentioned already, uh, are mainly using technical analysis or chart reading in order to determine good entry points to buy and to sell in order to maximize potential future profits and to reduce potential future losses. So first of all, let us go to the first one called the types of charts. So first of all, you need to know what type of charts you are going to use in order to read your charts. And of course, you also need to know what time horizon you are using in order to identify what type of trades or investments you are making. So for example, if you are a day trader, of course, you will use a daily chart in, in order to identify when to buy and sell. If you are a swing trader, you might use a quarter a quarterly or a monthly chart in order to identify when to buy and sell and if you're an investor usually you use a chart that has a time horizon usually ranging from one year five years or maximum depending on how long you're actually planning to keep a stock so adjust your time horizon 
to how long you're thinking of actually keeping the stock. If you're a long-time investor, most of the time you just do minimum at least five years chart to see when to buy and sell or a minimum at least an annual or one-year chart in order to identify when to buy and sell your stocks or securities. So in terms of different types of charts, there are four main types of charts. There's the bar chart, which, which is called the OHLC bar chart. This type of chart tells you what's the opening price, the highest price, lowest, and closing price on the bar, which usually is represented by one vertical line uh, and two horizontal lines are sticking out. The two horizontal line, the one on the left represent the op opening price, the one on the right represent the closing price, and the vertical line in between represent the range um, that's for that day. The line chart essentially and the area chart is less commonly used, so I'm not going to talk about them. But by far, the most commonly used chart is the candlesticks charts by all, most technicians, short-term traders, and uh, long-term investors. So depending on your country, your the candlesticks, which is the main body part, is either hollow or is colored in. So in most, I'll just use um, North, uh, North America because I'm from Canada, R green represents usually an update and a red usually represents a down day. So for the candle six, it's, it's I can't really say it's super easy to read, but I'll just try and explain it as best as possible for you guys. So in terms of the body, the body is pretty much the colored in part of the candlesticks and in, as I mentioned in North America if it's up if it's, a, if it's an up day it's a green if it's a down day for that stock or security it's red so if it's an up day that body would be green and the lowest part for the body would be its opening price and the highest point on the body which is the, it's still colored in is the closing price for the stock or security now on a candlesticks there are two vertical lines that just literally just are lines uh, one is coming out on t on top or above the uh, top part of the body and there's another one on the bottom that's coming out from the bottom part of the body but one that's on top of the upper part of the body it usually represents the highest price for the stock and the one on the bottom represents the lowest price uh, for the stock for the stock or security for that day or quarter depending on the time horizon for your chart. Now it's a great that a single candlestick can tell you so much information regarding did you make money, did you lose money, what was the highest point, the lowest point and essentially uh, that's all great but the main purpose of a candlestick is actually by combining different candlesticks over a long period of time you can help you determine uh, different patterns that is being that is uh, it's giving off that can help you further tell you if the stock price trend is either going to continue reverse or stay sideways or is it bullish is it bearish uh, all, all that stuff so it's actually quite useful uh, to understand how to do candlesticks and we are actually going to talk about uh, candlesticks patterns and dojis and how to actually read uh, candlesticks in order to help you improve your technical analysis further in the next episode. But today we're just gonna cover all the basics for technical analysis first. 
so right now we just uh, covered um, first one's called type of charts uh, slash time horizons for charts so next we are going to talk about uh, moving averages moving average is one of the most commonly used indicators on any charts by using past price actions to create lines that are moving based on the average of past price actions like the five day moving average uses the last five uh, days price to get an average 20 day moving average uses the last 20 days price average in order to get um, well I guess the average for the 20 day and that will form different lines uh, and etc so if it's 200 days it will use the last 200 days uh, of course is talk about business days here because um, stock market is not open on the weekdays however moving the moving average uh, you use also depends on the time horizon you are using for the chart like for a yearly chart it, of course it will make sense for use 20 day 50 day and a 200 days moving average to determine the trend but if you're using a daily chart maybe it's not the best idea to use a 20 50 and a 200 day because it might be too long for you instead maybe use um, a five day chart a five day moving average 10 10 or 15 day moving average and a 20 day is plenty enough for most day traders because you're not really focusing on long term you're focusing at now you're focusing on trying to make money as soon as possible so now what is the whole purpose of using the moving average even though um, you know it's, it's most commonly used indicator um, technical indicator out there but why is it so popular so it the reason why moving average is so popular is because first of all it's relatively reliable even though the information is a bit delayed because it uses the average price of the past five days 20 days depending on the, uh, how long the time horizon you're using for the moving average but it's a very reliable and a very um, useful way to see if the trend of the com of the stock or company you're looking at is continuing for example when the 20-day moving average is greater than the 50-day and 200-day uh, moving average on a one-year chart it means the stock is most likely bullish at the moment and the trend is going to continue till the 200-day moving average is above the 50-day moving average and the 20-day moving average which is called a bullish reversal which means that the stock price is starting to become uh, bearish just just a bullish reversal just means that you know it's reversing out of a bullish becoming a more of a bearish that's it's just that's all it really is just means um so also when the moving average is going if it's going up uh as long as you remember the if the smaller number of days is greater than the larger number of days that's usually a good sign it means that it's bullish it's continuing and also look at how far the distance between um the 200 20 days 50 days and 200 days depending on, i guess the number of days you're using for the move each in moving average if the gap between the shorter number of days for the moving average uh, it's a lot more compared to its bigger number of days then be careful that it might pull back a bit because the uh, the stock price might have went uh, stretches itself a bit too far out and it might ha have a correction soon but usually you can read that from a chart if it's like all of a sudden into a 20-day moving average is like 100 bucks but the 50 and the 200 day moving average is only at 
um, for instance, maybe 50 day moving average is only at 40, 200 days only at like $25, then the stock price might just reverse up back to like from $100 back to like 80 or 60 or $75 just so it can it'll sell off first. So, so people that really believe in that stock um, will obviously still keep it. And the ones that just want to make quick profit, uh, it's called like pretty much um, selling into a profit. They'll sell it and it will just pull back and then it'll continue to go back up as long as the stock has the momentum to continue forward. Now, when if the 20 day moving average and the 50 day moving average and the 200 day moving average, if the bigger number one, so the 200 day moving average is bigger than both the 20 and the 50 days, it, you can, it means that the stock is most likely bearish at the moment and the trend is going to continue until the 200 day 50 and the 20 days moving average first of all will cross together it will cross each other and hopefully the 20 day moving average will start to go up above the 50 and the 200 day moving average at that point it was called a bearish reversal which pretty much would mean a fancy way of saying we're out of the bearish tear trend and now we're trying to pull up and try to become a bull market for that stock now what uh, i know that what you're thinking at the moment how do you determine bearish and uh, bullish re reversals just so you know when to buy and when to sell well there is something called a crossover as is briefly mentioned where the moving average cross cross each other and when the cross happens you'll see pretty much all the moving average are pretty much lumped together or they meet at a certain point and when that happens if the smaller day uh, moving average starts to go up again then that means the trend for that stock if it's a bullish trend might continue now if the 20 day moving average starts to drop a lot or pass the 50 and the 20 200 day after they're all lumped together or they cross over each other then there might be a sign that if the stock is started to become more bearish so that is a bullish reversal because it was used to be um, a bullish stock now it looks like it's starting to go down it start to reverse and become more of a bear the other way around a bearish reversal is you'll notice that the stock price starts dropping and obviously all the moving average also starts dropping it's dropping it's dropping and then at one point they're all lumped together they're all pretty much at the same point that's called a crossover and at that point if the 20 day moving average or whatever is whichever one is your lowest number of days for your moving average starts going upward then there might be a chance it's a bearish reversal because the 20 day move the 20 day moving average or the five day moving average whichever was your lowest number of days for your moving average starts going upwards then that's a good sign for you that you might have bought it at the bottom and it's great when that happens so of course that it's sometimes it's hard to determine that it's not 100% guarantee but it is a great way and it's to make sure you're not buying at the most expensive price or at a price that is disadvantaged for you by carefully reading um, the moving average itself you can at least minimum hopefully not enter at the worst price and increase your potential loss or potential chance of taking a loss for yourself uh, of course as i just described the first two trends there's actually a, a third one 
called sideways trends where the stock seems to be stuck in a tunnel you notice that the stock price is going up and down up and down at a certain range that means that the stock is price is not really going anywhere just going sideways it's not doing anything until the trend the stock price trend itself changes to either become more bullish or bearish that's when you know you're actually out of a sideways trend itself um, for example a sideways trend would be like this stock has been trading between $50 and $20 this is going up and down up and down and then you see like pretty much it's like a yo-yo this is going up down up and down and that's pretty much what it means to be stuck in a sideways trend so there are actually two types of moving average there's the simple moving average and the exponential moving average simple moving average if you go to any tools it will say SMA which represents simple moving average and the other one is called exponential moving average and it will be shown as EMA so what are simple and exponential moving average simple average is the average of all the stock price for the numbers of days for the moving average involved and all the stock price have the same equal weighting to determine the moving average which tends to be more smooth and easier to use and most people use simple moving average only because most people are long-term uh, investors so they don't care as much about the short the significance of the most recent stock price however most um, i guess day traders or short-term traders might um, decide to use the ema more the exponential moving average more because the ema moving average or uh, exponential moving average uh, places more importance or more weighting towards a newer stock price so if the stock price went up or down more recently the, the EMA or the exponential moving average will also go up faster or uh, go down faster too so that's the pros and cons for it but if you're a long-term investor stick to using the SMA the simple moving average if you're looking at a shorter time period or time horizon then maybe look into the EMA which is the exponential moving average now the third type we're going to talk about is called the oscillator and other indicators there are actually two types of indicators for technical analysis the first one is called the technical indicator where it is usually show up on the charts to give you the general trend or the direction of the stock is it bearish is it bullish or is it going sideways so these technical indicators are like the moving average that we just talked about or the Bollinger band where it gives you two bands upper and lower band and a 20-day moving average which is the average of the stock the upper band tells you the highest possible price the stock might go before it goes back down if it doesn't uh, break out of the current highest price level and the lower band tells you the lowest price the stock can go unless it breaks the support level and it goes down more um, that's what a bullish and band do you pretty much see a band that's what it is supposed to do and of course uh, we just talked about moving averages which is a type of technical indicator which is obviously the most commonly used indicator uh, of course also depending on how you do it a lot of people during an uptrend um, you can obviously use the moving average and Bollinger band to pretty much buy the dip and vice versa if you think is more 
you'd be taking more risk then just wait it out don't buy if you don't feel confident enough to go get into the market so technical indicators are only good at identify well what's the current trend or the general direction of the securities nothing else it doesn't really help you determine how strong is a trend and how likely the trend um, will reverse that's what this that's what the second group of indicators comes into play they are called the momentum indicators now momentum indicators are used to determine the strength of the trend or the direction of the trend of, of the stock and how likely it will reverse or it will continue so it doesn't really determine the trend or the direction of the stock that's what the first group of indicator does the technical indicators which shows you the direction of the the security the momentum only measures how strong that trend itself is so the most commonly used indicators include macd which is called the moving average convergence and divergence sto stochasta and rsi relative strength index and all of them are called oscillators where they will tell you if the stock are overbought which usually means when the indicators are over 70 or 80 percent or oversold which is when the indicator are below 20 or 30. it can also be used to find out when the stock price is gaining or losing momentum which is of course the stock price um, will tend to show you are they losing momentum or not but just the momentum indicator just uh, add a bonus to make sure your thesis or how, what you think is happening for the stock price is it actually happening or not um, so of course i'll talk more about the in these indicators when we're going through the example we by using the one year tesla chart uh, for you guys and the fourth type we want to talk about is called the resistance support and pivot point as i mentioned before on episode 10 called, called fundamental versus technical analysis resistance is the current highest price of the stock and there are usually two outcomes when a stock are at resistance one the stock price reached the resistance price two or three times and failed to break it when that happens the stock price tends to reverse tends to uh, lose most of the momentum and the stock price tends to go down and most of the momentum indicators and maybe even a technical indicator will show you that's the case or the stock price will break through the current stock price at uh, the highest stock price or the resistance level and it will continue to go up until a new resistance or new highest stock price is established or it's pretty much settled in and is stable now that will become the new resistance level and the old resistance level which used to be the highest price before that became the new support level and support is pretty much the opposite of resistance where it is the current lowest price the stock can be and there are of course also two outcomes that can come if a stock is at the support level one if the stock price stays at above the support level then the stock might have a chance to go back up faster because there there's a strong momentum for it to pull back up to become more bullish however if the stock price breaks below the support level by you know, a bit or of course especially if it's a lot then of course it 
the new support level will have to be established, and the stock price will drop until it's established at a new low level, and that will become the new low support level. And usually, the old support level become the new resistance level. So that's pretty much how it goes. And by by making sure you know when's the resistance and support level, you can determine how likely. You can make money on this by, for example, if you know the stock price, the highest resistance level is at 80 bucks, but right now it's at 50 bucks, but the support is only at 40. So if you bought it at, no, for instance, 45 dollars, then you know you have a big gap that you can potentially make money. But for example, if you bought the stock at 70 bucks or 70 dollars. And the highest price is on 80, but the lowest level is at 40. Then there's a there's a higher uh, chance or higher risk you are taking in order to make the potential $10 compared to a potential drop if it if it does happen of $30. Of course, you want to make sure you're the one who's buying at $45 because the risk you're risking is. If the current support level of forty dollars holds, it's five dollars. But the potential return you're getting is the gap between forty-five dollars and the eighty dollars. Of course, that's not hundred percent guarantee. But if you're looking at a risk to reward potential or ratio, that's how you should look at it in order to make sure you're buying at the correct time, and it'll give you a better chance of maximizing your profit. And minimizing potential losses in the future, because as you repeatedly doing keep doing this, you have a higher chance in the long run to actually make money uh, in the long run and stay uh, invested or stay, I guess, trading if you are a trader yourself. A pivot point are essentially points that indicate the turning points for a security. So, for example, if a stock is going down or is bearish, at one point it will stop going down. And that stock price is called a pivot point, which means that the stock at that point, the stock is not going down anymore. The bearish trend might have stopped, and then when that happens, two possible outcome usually ha um, happens. One, the stock price stays there a bit, and then it continues dropping. So that means the bearish trend is not finished yet. Or second of all, what will happen is some it will. Create a sideways trend because it hasn't determined should it keep going down or should it reverse and become more bearish and stock stock price goes up. Um, so if obviously if if it's a first scenario or first outcome, it just stop for a bit and keep going down, then that's not a pivot point because it's not the trend hasn't stopped yet. It's only when the second outcome that we were looking for happens where it becomes sideways. When that sideways starts forming, that's a pivot point. That's a turn around point or a turn. Uh, okay. That's when it's a pivot point. Um, and the opposite, of course, is also true if it's a bearish or bullish um, trend. So when it keeps going up and then reach to, to the top, it looks like it's a peak, and then it reverse, and that point is also a, a pivot point because now it the trend changed from. Bullish, or I guess the you know stock price is uptrending. This looks like it's pulling back, so that's not obviously not good. Um, and of course, that's what's a, a pivot point 
that's when it usually is reversed itself. When that happens, that pivot point is pretty noticeable. Now, of course, using all of these four I just talked, we just talked about um, for the type of charts with the time horizon or time frame, uh, the moving average, the technical and momentum indicators, and also knowing when how to identify resistance support and pivot points does not 100% guarantee guarantee you success, but it, to predict uh, future price and volume movements. But if you use them well, you can give yourself a better competitive edge in terms of when to buy and sell securities. Um, of course, you want to make sure you learn how to use these technical in, uh, analysis well to give yourself as much um, benefit or as much potential to stay invested in the long run because if you don't do it well there's a higher chance of you losing money than making money and you'll be out of the game very soon now let us talk about uh, how to read the, the charts for the one year chart of tesla so first of all let us go to a website called www barcharts.com so after you get to the barcharts.com website go to either stocks or go to the search engine and enter tesla so the ticker symbol is tsla so after you get to tesla the stock profile itself look to the left hand side and you'll see a tab called the interactive chart T click on that tab for the interactive chart after you enter there click on the one year time horizon then after that click on the type of charts and select the candlesticks charts so now for myself i follow the north american standard where the red candlesticks represent a down day and a green candlesticks represent an update of course you can decide what color represents up and which color represents a down day for yourself and on the bottom of that chart you should you should see a volume bar which just tells you what the volume is like for Tesla for each individual's days and each single candlesticks usually represents one business day so after that we go to the next step where we add the 20 day simple moving average 50 day simple moving average and the 200 day sim simple moving average the reason why I use simple moving average is because I'm looking at more of a long-term time horizon. So I don't care too much about the most recent price or I don't really place too much importance or waiting for the most recent price since I'm holding it more for long-term anyway. So after you put in the 20-day, 50-day and 200-day simple moving average, you should see the chart shows a very bullish uh, pattern up to February 8th of 2021. You should, you should see that the 20-day moving average is up. It's a lot more up compared to its 50 and the 200-day simple moving average. Um, when that happens, of course, is a bullish sign since the smaller number of days for this moving average is greater than the 50 and or and the 200-day moving average or it's greater than the higher number simple moving average usually it's a great uh, sign that's an up, upward trending stock however if you notice after february 8th of 2021 tesla stock price started to drop and the 20-day moving average also started to go downtrend too but that's actually just a second alert which means to, just to let you know 
to pay attention to the stock, but not necessarily you have to do anything at the current moment if you feel like the Tesla stock can still go up. However, if you looked at furthermore, if you looked on February or March 3rd of 2021, the 20-day moving average actually crossed the 58-day moving average. Uh, and you can take that as a, actually as a sign to sell or pay more caution to it um, that you actually might be losing money on test on the Tesla stock if you bought it at one of the more higher price um, that there's actually experiencing a pretty significant uh, pullback at the moment so you can you'll be the judge to you buy or sell the stock now of course before you actually decide to buy and sell the stock you might want to add the other technical and momentum indicators uh, onto Tesla first. So for example, the Bollinger Band, the MACD, and the Stochasta Slow. Uh, so after you add all those indicators, hopefully that you know where to find it. It's actually just the tab to say that say in, in indicators. After you add all the indicators, you might have noticed you are actually getting more information now. Like the first pivot point is actually on uh, January 27th of 2021 when the MACD which is just a fancy way of saying the moving average is the momentum start turning more bullish or more bearish actually in this case for Tesla on January 27th 2021 the Tesla stock based on the MACD has actually started to turn downward which means it started to become more bearish so that when that happens you notice that the two lines they're both cross each other and they're actually going downward and the sto slow means that we're looking at the slower just uh, sto or the casto starts to turn downward also so when that happens it means that stock price for tesla most likely will go down at the current moment and as you have noticed uh, after january 27th for sure the stock price has started to go down so that actually might have been your best exit point but of course everything high um, in hindsight are 2020 or perfectly clear and if you remember on february 8th 2021 when the stock price actually starts to go down even though both the macd and the STO, which is both momentum indicators, has have already told you is downtrending, but you might not have actually sold at that time because you, a lot of people have conviction that Tesla would should or should be able to you know pull back up. Now, if you um, actually looked at the March third of two thousand twenty-one, when the twenty-day moving simple moving average crossed, as I mentioned before, the fifty-day, you. You can actually consider that as the first actual entry point if you're thinking of buying into Tesla. And on March 8th of 2021, it's actually when Tesla stock is oversold. That's when it actually is the best selling point. Um, but then, of course, no, everything in hindsight is 2020. So, of course, you, it's hard for you to, uh, to tell and to decide when to buy and sell. But of course, if you actually just based on the momentum indicators like the MACD and the STO, then that's actually the best day to enter. And of course, lastly, we'll look at what's the resistance level and the support level just to make sure you enter at the correct price for Tesla in order to get uh, the best entry point for maximum 
profits. So the resistance level for Tesla is actually around $700 and support is around a high 500. So if you bought around like high 500 or even mid 500, you got a really nice price for yourself based on the one year chart for Tesla. So of course, um, as the more you read different stocks and different charts for the stocks, you get better and better at how to read uh, technical analysis and how to use the charts for your own benefit and to give yourself a competitive edge for yourself. Of course, uh, their technical analysis can be both complex and or simple. It really depends on how complex you want to make it. For me, I stick with more of a basic like 20 day, 50 day and 200 day moving average. I'll add in a Bollinger Band just to tell me what's the general trend. Uh, I'll also add in the MACD and the STO slow just to tell me what's the momentum looking like. Uh, is it a good time to buy? Is it a good time to sell? Is it oversold or is it overbought? That will tell me when to buy and sell. And of course, actually the hardest part for investing or for trading is either to patiently wait until your stock actually performs uh, how you like it. Usually means that hopefully the stock price goes up uh, because there's not as many people usually shorting a stock compared to just buying hold for long term in the future. So most people hope for the stock price that goes up. Usually that's the hardest part is when you notice that there are other stocks who are going up quite a lot at the moment and your stock is just either side trending which means it's going up and down up and down in a tunnel it's not going up a lot it's not going down a lot it's not doing anything uh, that's one of the hardest feeling to overcome because you you're thinking there are other uh, stocks that are that i could be making money by now but i'm not so that's one of the hardest feeling in terms of traders or short-term um, traders the hardest I, I find myself is to control your emotion because you're trying to make money on a daily basis. That, that is a really, actually a really hard thing to do because just if, if you can't control yourself to rely on just your logic and just based on your chart reading and the indicators, it's really hard in the long run to make money as a trader because your emotion will get the better of you and then you start making mistakes and then you'll lose money. And the hardest part is the making, knowing that when you make a mistake, you're losing money and it'll take you twice as hard to make that money back. So now, of course, uh, it's best if you use both uh, fundamental and technical analysis to identify not just when to buy and sell and also what to buy as for your quality securities. So the, of course, um, that's just part of the technical analysis tools that I just covered for you guys. And some, as I mentioned before, the candlesticks pattern or doji can also help people identify um, trends like bearish or bullish or sideways trends. And we'll go cover that, as I mentioned before, uh, next episode. So next episode, we're going to talk about candlesticks patterns or it's called uh, doji technical analysis. Thank you. Thanks again for listening to Money Talks for Beginners. My name is Frank Hill, a money nerd. Uh, if you are interested uh, or do you want to hear more content about Money Talks for Beginners, please consider joining the Instagram for Money Talks for Beginners. Thank you and have a nice day. Bye.